attention, please. Stop walking while I'm squawking. All aboard. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to everybody's favorite, well, all 18 of you's favorite podcast, Gen D with Adam and Dana, where we talk about all things Disney, Disneyland, and all the other weird little corners of our brain where this conversation tends to go. Do people remember that we call this Gen D because of Generation Disney? I was just thinking that the other day. Oh, like, I don't do know. people even know or remember? We call it Gen D as a shorthand for Generation Disney because we feel like we were raised by Disney. It's basically because we don't want to be considered millennials. And so right. we've created our own generation. <laughs> it's Gen we're D. We're squarely millennials, though. We are clearly millennials, but we just don't want to be associated. Don't oh, say oops. it. Don't yeah. say it. Mm-hmm. Don't say it. I saw something the other day. They were like, oh, no, millennials have hit that point where they're all old and tired and have kids. <laughs> I said, yeah. It's true. <laughs> I don't know how we got so old so quickly. It's just kind of depressing. I feel Dana, like we've been- yesterday we were like in West Hollywood getting like totally, you know, oh, not gosh. sober down on Sunset. We we made some poor choices. What was that but bar? S- there was that bar on the corner. It was like where Sunset Curves. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 If anybody knows the name of the bar in West Hollywood on Sunset where Sunset Curves, <laughs> there's it was not a Pearls. Prize, was sure. it Pearls? No, it wasn't Pearls. I don't know. The people have no We went idea. to Pearls a lot. Oh, I remember we would go and eat at the Rainbow Room for lunch and like get a lot of drinks for lunch because we were what twenty five, so you could do this. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, what are we you doing? And then Ozzie go back to yes, we saw Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, yeah, we saw Ozzy Osbourne. That was so wild. I had just gotten engaged too, so I remember we were talking about my engagement, and then Ozzy walked in looking like the crypt keeper. And it was great. You know, I actually, this reminds me. Do you watch those vloggers, um, The Best Life or something like that? Um, oh, Best Life and Beyond. Best Life and Beyond. You know, the 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 female counterpart looks like our old coworker. Which one? Well, Dan- we'll talk about it. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, you know oh who. you're right. Right? You're right. I didn't ever put this together. It's like our old coworker has a vlog now about Disneyland. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, Adam, how was New York? How was the marathon? It was good. It was really, really, really good. It was New York City is back, folks. Like we because I I don't know if a lot of people know, like we left New York at the height of the pandemic. Like we left when there were no cars on the streets. Everybody was locked in their homes at 7 p.m. every night. Everybody hung out their windows and banged pots and pans. Uh, Oh, New York is back. Folks, like it was it was amazing to be back. The marathon was amazing running through all five boroughs in New York City. The crowds were insane. It was just it felt like we finally have come out of this. So please, my only PSA on this is get vaccinated, get your kids vaccinated if your kids are eligible. And let's let's just put this thing behind us finally. Uh, we got Ray vaccinated today. Hey. She got her first dose today and she cried a lot. And mm. I felt like a pretty terrible human watching her. Like she was like screaming at me. And I'm like, I know, but you're going to get a cake pop after this. And then she was okay. So <laughs> cake pops, and she was really excited because she got. Yes, exactly. And she was really excited because she got a Scooby-Doo Band-Aid. So Ooh. all was right with the world. So how is she feeling? 
she feels great. I was like, do you have a sore arm? She, she looked at me like I was insane. She's like, no, why? I was like, because you got a shot. Nah, I'm yeah, fine. I wonder, I wonder how the kids are going to be with the side effects, if it's going to affect them like it affected us. I'll let you know tomorrow how she's doing. She was really tired tonight, but, you know, that's kind of every night after a long day yeah. at school. So. Well, anyway, I, folks, I'm so glad you had a great, a great yeah, marathon. Yeah, it was it was great. And it was so good to see a bunch of friends we haven't been able to see in like over a year and a half at this point. So it was it was a lot of fun. And again, thank you, everybody, for your support uh, means means a ton. Uh, next up is we're going to Hawaii uh, in about a month and we're running the Honolulu Marathon. And then uh, we're all going to my family and our friend's family. We're all going to Disney Alani. And so we'll have all that to talk about at some point after we finally go to Alani Resort for the first time. Soon. I'm so of course jealous. I have to make a vacation and wind up at a Disney property somewhere. Did you pick this marathon because it is by Alani? Is that why you picked it? No, it was actually uh, our friends, Felicia and Melissa, uh, who listened to the podcast. Felicia texted, said, I want to do a marathon. How's Hawaii sound? And I was like, great. How does going to Alani <laughs> afterwards sound? So that's how that's how that one came came to be. And I, I can't wait. Cannot wait. It'll be I a nice, nice way to end 2021. Oh, that's going to be so much fun. But cool. speaking of, the party is still rolling, though, because, Dana, I get to see you this weekend. I can't wait. You're coming down here to Anaheim. Well, not here, here. I live in Los Angeles. But I'm going to get to see you in Anaheim. We're going to do a Disney day. Yes. It's going to be great. Yeah, we're super excited. We uh, get to go back to my all-time favorite Disney resort, the Disneyland Hotel. Stay there I'm for a couple so nights. I'm so jealous. Can we come over and like yeah. swim in the pool with you oh in the middle gosh, of the day? Yeah. Why not? Take a Disney break ooh. and go swimming. Maybe we should. Idea. And go, ooh, we can get the boozy Dole Whip at the mm-hmm. pool. And we can go to Trader Sam's I love next all door. these ideas. <laughs> like, okay. did you guys go to the parks? No. No. <laughs> no we stay at the pool. Say the pool and eight boozy dole whips. I have another hot tip for you and everybody listening. Okay. Best place to find merchandise in all of the Disneyland resort is inside the Disneyland hotel. They have the coolest and like kind of fairly unique um merchandise in I like I think that store like, a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Fantasia something or other, but it's great. So highly recommend it because nobody is ever in there either. No, it's so. true. And it's it's that whole resort is so amazing. It's so classic. It's like it it just puts a big smile on my face. Like this whole randomly quickly thrown together trip has turned into something that should be pretty, pretty fun. Because also, in addition to you and potentially one of our fan favorites coming down as well, uh, Kim, hopefully, knock yep. on wood, she shows up. Uh, my cousins who live in LA and their toddler will be there as well for their first trip with their son to Disneyland as well. So oh, it'll, it'll be, be his first trip. Yeah, Cute. his first trip. So I, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. It'll be a nice weekend next weekend. So now if we can only survive the work week, then we can get oh, to that. the weekend. Oh, that little thing. Oh, I know. Oh, anyway, um. Speaking of Disneyland, so super excited because we are going to be down there for the holidays and which next to Halloween, Christmas time at the parks. I mean, Halloween is 100% my favorite time at the parks, but 
Christmas time at the parks is amazing. For this little Jew from Kansas who grew up without Christmas, <laughs> um, I absolutely love the holidays at the parks. The over-the-top tree, the decorations, Mickey in this Christmas sweater, and Minnie in hers, and like just the shops and the just the the everything. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love I it. I know it's so great. And yeah, I mean, it's it's the it is already. Christmas or the holidays at Disney. I know, I think just yesterday or a few days ago, they'd said, hey, it's officially Christmas here at Disneyland. So all of the parades and the shows and merchandise, it's all out. We were... We were watching um, a vlog of one of one of our Disneyland vloggers. They were down at Marius Nights at Disneyland, the first one. It looks really cool. Yeah, Allison got to go. Allison Mertzman... I followed her stuff, and I actually just talked to her earlier today. She said it was a total dream. It was so much fun. And then they did, like, a media event the next day, so she got to go see all the brand-new merchandise, like, making us all insanely jealous. Okay, I did see, though, that they have more smelly clothing with the holiday merchandise. I smelled it. Oh. Uh, Two weeks ago when we were at the parks, I found that popcorn spirit jersey. It didn't have a scent. What? It didn't it smell. It said it was scented. I I know. And it even had a little like tag on it saying, smell me. I'm scented. I smelled all 10 on the rack. None of them had any scent to them. And I swear I don't have COVID. <laughs> I have my sniffer. I had Ryan come over and smell them too. They were in that mercantile shop in yeah, Frontierland. Yeah, yeah. And I, I walked over there. I was like, oh, I have to know what this smells like. It was, it didn't smell. I don't know if I just had an unscented batch but I was expecting horrible popcorn scent for that popcorn spirit jersey. It's obnoxious. It looks it obnoxious. It looks absolutely obnoxious. Yeah, it's still um, going to be But it didn't pass. smell. But that, um, that Marius Knights party, the highlight of it, I think, that looks like is the Muppets um, caroling yes. around. Yes. I love the Muppets. I love it. So anyway, speaking of holiday stuff, we get to go see Haunted Mansion Holiday because we haven't seen it yet. And thank goodness, because it stays all the way through Christmas time. But more importantly, one of my all time favorite rides. And I know this is one of Ray's all time favorite rides. It's a small world. It's a small world holiday. Their holiday overlay at Small World is amazing. Like and you have to go if you've never seen it at night during the holidays you have to go back to that little back corner of the park where it's a small world sits and see it lit up for the holidays it is they do a thing and i just saw i was looking at like the calendar stuff going on they're doing a they do like a lighting show every night yeah They've been doing that for a few years. Yeah, they've been doing that for a few years. It's really cool. It it happens around sunset, I believe, and it's awesome. They, like, pump the music. The lights come on. And we're talking about the, like, front entrance to the ride, the Mary Blair um, kind of mosaic-looking structure at the very front with the, you know, the, the tilting head clock. And in the ride, they play, I think it's Jingle Bells. It's like a Jingle Bells, it's a small world mashup. Yeah, all the way through it. I love it. Yeah. But yeah. hopefully it's running when we get there. So a little bit of some mouse musings <laughs> here. Um, apparently, when they were getting ready to open, it was supposed to open on November 11th, and that did not happen. So, yeah, it was supposed to open on November 11th for the very first Disney Marius Nights. Uh, did not reopen because when they were refilling the flume, so like the river, basically, that runs through it, 
uh-huh. it flooded the attraction. So uh, I have not seen if it's open or not yet. I've been trying to poke around and see. Hopefully this was a quick fix. They drained some water, dried it up, and got that thing running again. Which I'm like, how do you flood that thing? Because the one at Disneyland is very much a like flume that you're in. A very small flume. Because the yeah. Disney World one is much more water. And you're like kind of totally. floating around, right? The Disneyland one is you're just kind of in a boat, like on a track with some water in it. Yeah, it's like the carnival rides, like the local yeah. carnival that comes into town. They always have that same ride, and it's just like you know a little flume, like you're describing. So, um, yeah, I'm a little curious. It must have like punctured a hole or something. I don't know how <laughs> this happened. I'm picturing like you know that movie Vegas Vacation with Chevy Chase when yes. he's visiting the dam. He's visiting the uh, was it the Hoover Dam? Dam, and, and he's like. Taking he he. It was in Vegas vacation, leak. wasn't it? It's in Vegas. Yeah. By saying. the way, Vegas vacation is one of the most underrated oh. of the vacation movies. Here is how it goes: <laughs> Christmas vacations number one, followed closely by Vegas vacation in my mind, and then the original vacation. Though it's really good too, and then European vacations. It, it lasts. Oh no! I gotta go. Christmas is number one. The original is number two, then Vegas, then European. But I also, and also probably unpopular opinion, the remake they did, the new one with Christina oh, yeah. Applegate and all them, I actually yep. ranked that one pretty high. I would put that ahead of European Vacation, even though Big Ben Kids, there's Big Ben Kids, is like classic in my brain. Um, <laughs> the new one, yeah. I actually really liked the new one. I know a lot of people didn't. I thought it was fun. I liked it. I liked it. It was a good. It was a good nod back to the original ones. But no, back to the dam. I just love it when he's trying to um, fill it with gum and everything. It just keeps springing more of a leak. So that's what I'm picturing with. Uh, it's a small world. Oh, Chevy I Chase wait. is putting gum in the in the holes. I cannot wait till it's like okay to start watching Christmas movies again, so we can watch. Mm. Vacation, Christmas vacation, because that is. I love it. Did I tell you I got Wally World eggnog glasses for Christmas? I tried to buy them last year and they were sold out. And so it was like October 1st. I am buying them now. I should. So we used to have a, we had a set and Kurt broke them. Oh, well, you need to buy new ones. I'll send you the link. Get them now. I know. Get them now. They'll be gone. Um, so, they, they look exactly like the the ones from the movie. Like, they're glass. They got the Wally World moose mug face. It's great. It's not, it's not too soon to decorate for Christmas, right? Disneyland's done Christmas, so. I ha- Our household <laughs> believes you decorate at the day after Thanksgiving, but not a moment too soon. You have to wait till Thanksgiving is over. Okay. All right. Well, we're going away for Thanksgiving, so I think um, when we get back from Disney this weekend, early next week, I'm going to do it all. So the Winter Wonderland is up and running with maybe a few trinkets I might be buying down at Disneyland this weekend. Um, We'll be up and running when we walk in the door from Thanksgiving. That sounds good. Okay, Okay. fair. All All right. Anyway, Disney, what we're actually here to talk about. (laughs) Um, uh, So I'm kind of torn on this next one because it needs it. I'm let me backtrack. So we all know there's this huge, big old construction project happening in Toontown to bring in Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway, right? Yep, yep. Toontown desperately needs a facelift. Like, it's... Oh, yes. 
it it's needed a facelift for years like it's just kind of back there it's fun interactive playground stuff for kids to play with which half of it hasn't been open for so long because of covid but i think they've reopened a lot of that right since well no they really haven't which is kind of frustrating they've turned it basically into a character spot which is great before it was a character spot before you could go into mickey's house or minnie's house and then at the end of visiting the house you would get to meet the characters now they just have them out on the front porch often and waving and stuff but all of that area used to be interactive play for little ones. Ray loved it when she was younger. I really miss it because um, you go over there now and there's nothing to play with. The characters are kind of only sometimes out and about. Um, so you kind of go back there to ride Roger Rabbit or the Gadgets Go-Go Coaster, which which is not Inspector Go-Go Gadget, Coaster. which I for the longest time thought that was the like Inspector Gadget Go-Go Coaster. And I was like, Disney has that IP? What? Um, yeah, it's not, it's, it, it, so yes, I, it, it's kind of depressing and sad over there in my opinion. Well, apparently the gates of Toontown are about to be closed for a while. Uh, Disney, this just came out today that it's going to be kind of renamed Centennial Park when it reopens, which is super Love cute. Love it. Super cute. Love so it. Toontown will become Centennial Park. Um, Oh, no, I'm sorry. That'll be the first area of the park will be Centennial Park. So Central Park, but Centennial. Haha, get it? Yeah, anyway. Uh-huh. Um, Centennial Park. <laughs> it's it's based off of Centennial Park, right? Oh, I was thinking based off of like Central Park, Centennial Park. But Centennial Park I'm... makes more sense. Anyway. I think I'm right. I'm always right. Brain. You are. Um, so there's going to be two big interactive new play experiences there. I'm sure they're going to freshen up everybody's houses, maybe get rid of the like destroyed half of Toontown that's like under construction right now. And when it all does reopen Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway, which is still one of the craziest, coolest new rides I've ever ridden when we did it down at Disney World, will be there and up and running. And I'm sure they will have officially figured out how to hide the show building finally from Toontown <laughs> and covered it with more cartoons. So it sounds really kind of cool, but I'm also bummed that they're going to close it off till sometime in 2023. Like that whole area is going to be closed for over a year. I'm okay with it. There's nothing over there anyway right now. So close it off, make it incredible. I know there's a piece that you didn't mention that I care about and you will care about because by the time (laughs) this reopens, Noah's going to be that perfect toddler age. They mentioned that there's a lot of interactive play again over there. And I think that's so lacking at Disneyland. They're the redwood you know redwood forest area over at disney's california adventure is incredible and you get all of that running around time and playground time we kind of have it with tom sawyer's island but that's really challenging to get to so toontown should be the natural place for like little ones to get to run around and be a part of it all did i tell you i've never been to tom sawyer's island oh really yeah i've never gone over there To be honest, I had never gone over there until very recently because Ray wanted to go see it. And it's really fun. It's kind of like a little bit of a death trap in a few places. Like there's some dark, deep caves. Ryan got lost in one. Um, They have these like barrel bridges that are feel very dangerous. So I'm always like, huh, I don't think any of this feels totally up to code. (laughs) but it's it's forgotten about it's over on this island that nobody pays attention to um 
All right. Well, cool. Look, I think it'll be cool. I think it'll be it's I think my concern is being they're closing off a huge section of the park for over a year or so. Where are all those people going to go? Right. Like it is a pretty big back corner of the park back there. How many people really go to Toontown? There's like nothing to see over there. Anytime I go over, it feels like it's a quarter full. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I hear your point. Send them to Tom Sawyer's Island. Send them <laughs> right on over. Going. Get get yourself on a raft. Take a canoe. Enjoy. Okay, so there's one more little bit here that I, I wanted to get your opinion on because I think I have an opinion on this. Did you see the news that Disney is, surprise, surprise, being sued for something? No. They are what, being, what are they being sued, for sued now? over a ride designer who's claiming uh, they pitched Disney. So, okay, Rise of the Resistance, we all love it, right? Uh-huh. And you're like going through and you're like going through the whole ship and everything. And then that moment when it goes into that shaft and you're escaping out of the big ship, right? And it drops. Yeah. And you're like yeah. flying down back to Batu, right? So, spoiler, but yeah. If you haven't, For, I'm sorry. If you're listening to this podcast <laughs> and you don't know that this happens on that ride yet, sorry, I don't know. Anyway, uh, so apparently the this um, ride designer uh, who claims they pitched this to Disney, this idea back in 2014, and Disney was like, eh, no, and then Disney went ahead and did it, is what they're claiming. Mm, so okay. here's my thing, though. They're claiming they patented, or they didn't patent, but they had the the idea behind a giant screen and you're flying around. I'm like, wait, wasn't Star Tours mm. the same? It's literally like Star Tours when you get into that thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't think this person has anything to stand on just based off of the limited info that you just gave me, but I work in television development. So I hear people pitching us ideas constantly. An idea is an idea. And I'm sorry to say this is so like negative and pessimistic, but like there is no such thing as an original thought. Like every, every idea that comes through has had some sort of recycled iteration and that's just the name of the game. And I, I would assume that's the same way with Imagineering and all that, all that ride engineering that goes through it. There has to be a little bit of stuff that's taken from everything. Oh, now I will also say from my perspective, again, getting, getting pitched ideas from people, if we like an idea, but we maybe don't like all of that idea, we'll still work with the producer who came in and brought that and say, like, hey, can we alter it or change it to be something else and find a medium in which we can sign them so that they can be a part of this? But at the end of the day, it doesn't sound like the guy probably has enough to stand on. It feels a little too broad. To yeah. Me. Yeah. That's and so apparently, like Disney has been dealing with this for a while. Back in 2020 or something, they told the guy, "Yeah, no, we're not, we're not settling with you," and go away. Um, so mm-hmm. now he's filed suit. We'll see what happens. I'm sure it'll be something that gets dismissed, and we move on with our merry little lives. But found it interesting, also because I did feel like I was like I I just can't get back to like. The whole ride is so crazy and interactive and innovative until that point. Like, I felt like that point was just like, oh, here's a screen. The drop's cool. Like, don't get me wrong. The drop is really cool. 
But then it's like, oh, here we're back on Star Tours. Is this guy saying he came up with the idea of the drop and the screen? Drop and just... screen together, I think. Okay. I don't think so. Maybe, like <laughs> this this just feels so like a Disney ride. Like it does it doesn't feel like there's hey, one singular thing. This is America. And what we can do in America is sue for anything. So Amen. God bless America. <laughs> Um, anyway, that's that's all I had. Uh, but Dana, you went and celebrated your birthday num- number of years to remain nameless at this point in our lives. Um, <laughs> but you went and celebrated. Well, we did your- say we were millennials at the start of this. So I think so you people can-, can probably get a pretty good sense of how old we are. I still um, feel yeah, like we're no. in that in between of millennial. Like we're like the Oregon trailers. I feel like. Why is that not a generation? Well, I think the generation that did the actual Oregon Trail are the Oregon Trailers, my friend. Is that real? No, but we're like the old Mac computer Oregon Trail people. (laughs) Yes, but I'm saying the people who actually did the journey are the Oregon Trail people. You and I played a virtual video game of the mid-90s on our Macs. (laughs) I know, but I feel like that should qualify us as a different generation than millennials. Anyway. It's true. It's true. You were there. You went. And for your birthday, you ate all the snacks. Yes. I have broken down all of the snacks that we got. This was kind of a thing that we all talked about earlier that we wanted to try all these different snacks that we could find around the parks instead of having a sit down meal. So we did. We tried all the snacks. I have broken them down for you all today. We're going to talk through what it is, where you can find it, how expensive it was, and I will give you our collective rating out of five. So that's okay, how we're going to do one, this. I have one question before you dive in. Okay. Where did you eat the turkey leg? We, no. <laughs> it was my birthday trip and I made, you know what? I actually sent an email out to our group of friends who all went. It was, you all know them now. It's Kim and Sierra and Sierra. And of course my husband, Ryan, AKA our unpaid intern and my darling daughter who mostly ate um, like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that I brought for her from home. Um, but no, I, I wrote in my email to everyone, under no circumstances will a turkey leg be consumed today. So <laughs> it was not. But just wait till this weekend. Don't worry about it. It'll it'll be there. No. It, the it can be it. there. I don't need to eat it. So <laughs> I will watch you. I will happily watch you eat it. Okay, so we started our day off. Um, we took the monorail. My my hot tip that I've shared now like eighteen times on this podcast. We took the monorail by downtown Disney. Can we, can we do that this weekend? I guess if we're staying at the Disneyland Hotel, we meet you right there, and then we could well, monorail over, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's the Ooh. easier option for okay. you staying at the Disneyland Hotel. Um, but in that downtown Disney area, they have the panko crusted pickle dog wait is this the big one that we had talked about over the summer yes you and i talked about this when the parks were still shut down and it's still uh, there it's still there it's still there okay i did not know we were (laughs) buying this but sierra leone waltzes over with this corn dog looking thing that's like the size of her head and she's like i bought this for our snack day we're gonna try it so what is it it is a 
hot dog, like its center is a hot dog with a hollowed out dill pickle, deep fried in panko breadcrumbs, and served with a side of either mustard or peanut butter. <laughs> yes. Wait, wait. I, why peanut butter? Well, why not? Here's what I'm going to tell you. This thing sounds horrible and disgusting. We'll post a video later so everybody can see this on Instagram. But I was like, I don't I don't like pickles. I'm not a big hot dog person. Like none of this is saying I want to eat this, but yeah. it was my birthday and I had to try it for you all. I okay. had to do this for the podcast. Holy smokes. This was maybe one of the best things we ate all what? day. And it the peanut butter is what sold it. So you dip the thing in the <laughs> peanut butter. You take a big bite. Dana, and it's I'm delicious. really worried about you right now. Me too. I'm really worried about myself as well. I did not want to like this. Maybe it this is why so you couldn't good. smell the popcorn shirt later because this concoction this- had like destroyed all your nerves in your face. I- I won't eat a turkey leg, but I will eat a panko crusted pickle dog. It was so good. It was so good. You should try it. I, I really think you should try it. I will also say like five of us all ate this together, this one hot dog, and we didn't even get halfway through it. It's this gigantic. Breakfast? Yeah. This is our, our walk-in. We took it on the monorail with us. <laughs> so uh, how much was yeah. it? It was $13. So we gave it a 4.8 out of 5. Okay. Um, the peanut butter is what sold it. I think it was a 5 out of 5. But but pooling all of us. I'm sorry. Peanut butter with a hot dog and a pickle. It was so good. Like, I, I love I peanut like, butter. I will actively I, order this again. This isn't something oh. that I'm going to be like, every time I go, I got to get it. But it was pretty awesome. Yeah, we're going to okay. try it while you're there. All right. No. I, okay, next if up. I If I try that, because I'm having like an internal visceral reaction to that. If I try that, you're trying a turkey leg. Like that's on that level of no. like how I feel about. Then you don't need to try it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about you eating or not eating this pickle dog. Um, I won't be eating a turkey leg. You, you heard it here first, folks. You've heard it here 17 million times, folks. I ain't eaten that turkey leg. Okay, so next up was the cheddar garlic bagel twist from uh, Maurice's Treats Ooh. Cart in Fantasyland. This has been a staple in our little party that goes often for a long time. It's like a kind of a mini baguette-sized pretzel twist with cheddar and garlic on top. Um, and then heavenly. you get the... It is really good. You get the hot marinara dipping sauce, and that is incredible. So it's only $5.29, which I think makes this an incredibly affordable snack, and then an extra $0.90 for the marinara dipping sauce. You know, I almost Um, want, like, a chive cream cheese with that or something. Is that weird? I can see why you would want that because it. I think the word bagel is what's making you want the cream cheesy stuff. Um, it's not, it's a little bit more, if you've been to Bengal barbecue, they make the tiger yeah. tail. This is very similar to that. It's more similar okay. to that than a bagel. Okay. Um, yeah, it's more like a bread loaf than a bagel. It sounds like uh, we get at, in, um, in the UK, we always go just for breakfast. We get a Tesco, which is like CVS basically. And you mm-hmm. go in there and you get this like cheesy bread bagel thing like that. That's what it sounds like. Oh, nice. You know, and this, like I said, we get this one a lot. 
today or the day that we went, we all gave it a three out of five. We thought that the the bread was a little bit on the stale side or just not that fresh. Normally it's great. The marinara, the hot marinara sauce is what like is always great. So make sure you use that extra 90 cents and get that. But um, it only got a three out of five this okay. time. Uh Next up, we went to the Ronto Roasters and got mm. the Ronto Wrap, but we didn't get the breakfast one. I know you and I got the breakfast I one I love the breakfast June. one. I do, too. So this time we got the regular lunch one. Um, it, it is the Ronto Wrap. It is a roasted pork, grilled pork sausage, peppercorn sauce, a tangy slaw, and it's all wrapped up in a pita bread. Delicious. We loved it. We also got the, quote, Ronto Less wrap, which is the plant-based sausage version of this. And it actually was, a, I think, a little bit better because it had um some sort of spicy something or other. Did they have cucumber. the did they have the zucchini version there? Or is that the only cucumber. Disney World? No. Well, like, for the, for for the, the Ronto, Ronto Less for the for the vegetarian version, they have the pickled cucumber, which I think made this one a little bit better than the sausage. Uh, no, no, no. One. So what I we were watching Molly from All Years, and mm-hmm. they did a vegan day at Disney World, and they went and got Ronto wraps. But they have, and maybe this is only a Disney World thing. It looks incredible. It's like zucchini and peppers and like all this all this great fresh veg inside the wrap and that's it so there's no like fake sausage in there it's just all kind of veg in there <laughs> you, you said fresh veg fresh veg <laughs> <laughs> uh if they had that we didn't get it but i would say collectively we gave this a four out of five um i think the breakfast one is a little bit better i like the egg and just like we did with you uh, Sierra Leone came in clutch once again, bringing out the hot sauce. Uh, we used Tapatio this time. Uh, very worth it. So make sure our Gen D hot tip for everybody, really Sierra Leone's hot tip for everybody is that bring your own purse, hot sauce. I swear to gosh, that woman's purse she's upgraded. Is, the Harry, is the Harry Potter purse. She's, she's upgraded to a giant fanny pack. I've never seen a fanny pack <laughs> this big, but it's like... It's like a, a table in front of her. Like, it is huge. So um, I'm a little disappointed. I also disappointed. have video of the fanny pack, so I'll send I'm, that. I'm a little disappointed because I did text with her, and I said, are you coming this weekend? She goes, maybe, maybe not. And I was like, Sierra, how am I going to eat a Ronto wrap without your hot sauce? So she, I'm supposed to relay this message. Our unpaid intern is supposed to be bringing hot sauce on Saturday. Oh, he will. He will. He'll t- he does not take that um, task lightly. Uh, by the way, this was 13 bucks, the Ronto wrap. And I think, I don't know if they think that they're worth $13. It, it, you don't get a side. You don't get any extra, like a salad or something. I feel like for that price, it's a little steep. I feel like they price pointed there because it's in Galaxy's Edge. Totally. 100%. So speaking of inflation at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, we also got the cold brew black calf, which is the sweet cream. It's a cold brew coffee topped with a sweet cream cheese and chocolate cocoa puffs. Okay, Um, how was it? Because I need to know if I need to get it on Saturday. Okay, remember how I told you I'm kind of lightly going dairy free? 
Yeah. So I only had a sip of the top part. Uh, it was good, but I mostly just had a coffee flavor with a couple of the cocoa puffs. Later, everybody tried it, stirred it around a little bit more, and said it was delectable but very heavy on the cream. So mm. if you like a cold brew, if you like that sweet cr- – you know, that sweet cream cold brew like at Starbucks, this is for you. Um, I thought the Cocoa Puffs were very Instagrammable, but didn't add to the coffee, of course. Do you think you could just go up there and be like, I want the cold brew just minus the cream. Just give me a cold brew, please. I think it's on the menu, just a cold brew. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you can just get that. But it was $5.99. And so for six bucks... Okay, look, I mean, if you're in the you parks, gonna you're going to go to Starbucks. Exactly. If you're going to go to Starbucks and get like a latte, it's going to be close to six bucks anyway in, you know, Disneyland. So it's close to six bucks anyway decide. at Starbucks down the street for a latte for crying out loud. I like, know. Anyway. I know. But this is also a cold brew and cold brews usually are pretty much the same price as a coffee. So you do what you want. Um, I personally wouldn't get it again for that price and just because of the cream. Um, but everybody really liked it. Oh, and the other tip is grab a straw and be able to stir it. We did not. And it like really uh, separated the coffee and the cream. So make sure you get a straw so you can stir it. I think I did see on there. There's like two or three other cold brew options right now across Disneyland. So there was that honey cold brew. Yeah, that I that's to what find. I, I think want it was to try. The they still Bear. have it. Yeah. yeah. I think that might we be the find that. cold brew. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm into it. Um, okay, so then later in the afternoon, we went over to Carthay's. Uh, we went over to California Adventure, and we had a reservation at Carthay Circle. But this was just the alfresco dining area, so not the main restaurant. This is either an outside portion that they've now opened up, or you sit in the the lounge. And so we sat in the lounge. Same spot that we sat actually exactly the same oh, spot yeah. we sat with Noah. So that was kind of fun. Um, and here we went all out. We got three awesome things and a couple of cocktails. So I'll start with the Brussels sprouts. We got the roasted Brussels sprouts that had a Mediterranean honey yogurt glaze. Phenomenal. Five out of five. They were great. They're a classic Brussels sprout. Um, then came out the bao buns of soy ginger braised Ooh. pork belly with a cucumber kimchi. By the way, oh, the Brussels sprouts were 14 bucks, And this the bao buns, which only come two, so we got two orders of this, are $19. And I think everybody, minus Kim, who's a vegetarian, everybody said this was the standout of the day. Five out of five. Those pork belly bao buns were incredible. Just so flavorful. Very. Um, I, you know, I love a bao bun. That sounds amazing. Ugh, they were so, so good. So if you're going there, highly recommend it. Just know that Carthay Circle changes out their menu a lot. So this is what they have right now. And then the last thing we got, when you walked in, you could just smell this garlic everywhere. And so we were like, oh, what is this roasted garlic? It's heavenly. And our waiter said it was the pasta, the strapezzi pasta, or however you say it. So we got that. It was um, San Marzano t- tomatoes, basil, parmesan and um uh, over the like homemade pasta noodles two out of five it was not that good the smell was the best part of it ours was a little bit cold it just wasn't that flavorful Mm, it was cold 
That's the worst. A little bit. Yeah, I know. Kind of a bummer. Um, So it was just a blah. But what was not a blah was my drink that I got there. I got the Ginger Rogers, which is one of their fancy gin cocktails. So it was Plymouth Ooh. Gin. Okay. Uh, apricot liqueur. A vermouth. I, I don't know this brand. Noali Pratt. Dry vermouth. A dry vermouth. Um, and then a hint of lemon juice. And they served it up. This was $16.50. So this was not a cheap cocktail. We're at like Vegas prices over here at the at the lounge. Yeah, um, is But pricey. this is. It was a little pricey. But it was great. It was a five out of five for me. I loved it. So um, if you like gin and you want like a really kind of cool classy environment i would absolutely get the ginger rogers hmm. okay are you ready for more yeah fire i'm okay. like i'm getting hungry here we ate dinner really early tonight so i'm like all this is making me very hungry and very excited for this weekend well you're not going to be excited about the one i'm sharing with you next adam oh no the worms dyson no i saw this what is wrong with you i thought we were grown adults who don't drink midori sour anymore so i don't i don't and i didn't order this this is actually something that our friend sierra jones who loves a sweet drink got for herself but because I love you all so much. I had to try a sip of it just to tell you exactly what we all already know. <laughs> it was horrible. It was disgusting. Um, so what was in it? Just as a reminder, we talked about this a while ago, but it's Oh, my gosh. Midori, this is giving me heartburn even thinking about it. Peach schnapps, creme de menthe, orange oh. juice, and pineapple juice topped with gummy worms and apparently a, a glow-in-the-dark Oogie Boogie Cube, but ours didn't come with the ice. The you didn't get the oogie boogie cube no i didn't you were like know paying a premium for the it's like what oh well disney come on Sierra don't blame the supply premium. chain and it was fifty. it was fifteen dollars yeah because like five of, of it garbage was, was that fifteen dollars oogie boogie dice <laughs> well and we didn't even get it so this was yeah a zero out of five i mean we know this oh. but don't buy anything that has the word midori in it just don't <laughs> Um, it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. I mean, the Tums. The the <laughs> last drink, and this is also another Sierra Jones drink um, that she got, which was over at the Clarabelle's hand scooped ice cream shop that's next to the Starbucks. She got the spiked hard apple cider. Okay. This was great. This was a five out of five. It was hard apple cider, an apple sorbet ball, like a big old Ooh. sorbet ball drizzled with caramel sauce into the the hard cider cup um only twelve dollars for this and That's you got bad. like a you got like basically a scoop of sorbet ice cream and a whole drink okay um it was great it was light because the sorbet didn't make this feel heavy on your stomach um it was awesome and i think it's only temporary so i hope that some iteration of that exists later because it was really good i am picturing like a peppermint something or other like thing i'm sure they'll do that Christmas. yeah 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 for sure um and the very last thing that we got late at night just to help also soak up some of this ridiculous alcohol that we had <laughs> um we went over to the cozy cone motel in yeah. Carsland, and we got the bacon mac and cheese cone um oh was it was it? so good i don't know if you've had that before Adam, how's that how's that dairy free going there dana well, I am pretty confident 
that there is no dairy in the plastic cheese that is inside that nacho cone. Um, no, I actually only had a bite of this one, too, because I'm trying to stay away from that dairy. But uh, it, it was a great bite. And again, our unpaid intern put hot sauce on it. So that was the Ooh, way to go. Clutch. Yeah. Yeah. But so this was, um, yeah, obviously it's mac and cheese mixed with roasted bacon served in a bread cone. Um, it's really cute. And it was great. Highly recommend it if you like that kind of stuff. And it's a good splittable size thing. I think you would definitely not feel great if you ate that all by yourself. Yeah, probably not. Oh, that makes me I'm very excited for all the treats. I need to, like, do some deep dive uh, on all the especially the specialty holiday treats that are now out before we get down there on yeah. Saturday because we don't have any dining reservations since we booked this so last minute so it's going to be just like grazing our way around the park in between rides which I am totally here for um you can do another snack day just like we, we did just I give me all the snacks I've been really good like pre-marathon and post-marathon so now just give me all the snacks um it, you, there's <laughs> one snack I'm very excited that is back it was not there when we were there uh, a few months ago. It's over at what the Tropical it? Hideaway, which I love the Tropical Hideaway anyway. Uh, it's their, it's basically their version of the one they have at Animal Kingdom in Pandora. It's that like egg rolly thing. It's like a filo, it's like a filo dough filled with that pineapple cream cheese covered in like powdered sugar. Oh, wow. Oh, so oh it's my sweet. Gosh. Oh, it is so huh. good. It is one of my favorite treats because it's like the cream cheese, pineapple cream cheese is like sweet, but also like savory a little bit. Yeah. And it's oh, so it's back. So we're going to I'm going to have to be having one of those over there as well. I I like the tropical hideaway. I also like that Bengal barbecue that's right mm-hmm. there, too, with their different skewers. So totally fine with doing another snacking around Disneyland. Just give me visit. all the treats. All the treats. I know. All the treats all the time. Um, All right. Well, that sounds delicious. I know. Well, I can't. Adam, I can't wait to see you in just a couple of days and go try all these snacks that will not be a turkey leg. There will be a turkey Turkey leg. Turkey leg is a no. There will be. It's going to be like a surprise attack of a turkey leg. No. Like we're going to go live. We're going to have to go live on the Instagram with all of our thousands of followers. Um. (laughs) All you're telling me, all that you're doing here is just reminding me, like, I I will just avoid you on on Saturday. I will just uh, (laughs) find a way to not be by you. And never um, know when it'll be there. If I see you sneak away to a certain cart, I will. I will. I don't even know if the turkey legs are back because they were gone. They hadn't even come back. back. Oh, they're back. Oh, Oh, they're back. We we saw a lot of people eating them. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. Get in the spirit of Thanksgiving and eat a turkey leg. No. 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 All no. right. Fine. No. We'll see. I don't even we'll have see. a clever quip. It's just a no. It's a no it's for just me. A no. It's a no. All right. Well, keep in mind if uh, you want to go eat all the treats and all the snacks and see all the things and do all the things, call Dana. She'll book you a trip. There's our plug. Yep. Shameless plug every week. Call Dana. You know it. Come to Disneyland. Let's do it. We are. And we are on our way. And this trip's all your fault, too. I know you are. (laughs) I know. 
It really is. I told you that we were going, and then suddenly you're like, hey, we're going to be there. We'll be there. And now we're going to the Disneyland yeah. Hotel, which I can't wait. All right, everybody, have a great week. We'll tell you all about the trip next week. And until then, have a good one. See you later. Bye.